You are listening to Hazel Speaks with Hazel Maseko. The words she speaks are not just mere thoughts. She is to enlighten, teach, and inspire. Listen to her talk about real-life issues. Today's guest is Sue Boyles. She is a life coach and will be discussing on sexual assault. We might be far apart. We might be of different religions, different skin color or anything, but we go through the same. And today I am going to be discussing sexual assault with my friend Sue. Hi, Sue. Hi, Hazel. How are you today? I'm doing great. Can can you tell people a little bit about yourself? Sure. I am a master certified professional life coach, and that means I get to help people uh, find hope in their lives, help them reach goals that they didn't think they'd be able to reach. So that's very, very, very rewarding in that regard. Uh, I am also a, an international podcast guest. I do a lot of speaking at conferences and on, on high school and college campuses, and I'm also an author. So I have my hands in a lot of cookie jars simply because I want to be able to um, help other people with their struggles. And that's a good um, what is the thing that you like doing most, except the things that you do to help other people? What do you like to do mostly for yourself? Oh, wow. Uh, probably one of the things I enjoy most is just hanging out with my friends. Um, I've got a good number of friends through a retreat community called Walking Stick Retreats that is very special to me. And I, I enjoy being with those people. I also have some friends in Tennessee. I'm over in the, the United States. So I have some friends in Tennessee. I just came back from seeing a couple weeks ago. And I really enjoy going to Christian concerts. I really enjoy that and just having a chance just to, to, to enjoy the music. Oh, that's great. Um, if you were to to talk to somebody who is sexually assaulted and af- afraid to, see, to speak out about being sexually assaulted, what would you advise the, how would you advise the person? Wow. Uh, first of all, if that's a very heavy topic. And the first thing that I, I would want that person to say is that um, I, I was also sexually assaulted. I'm a childhood rape survivor. I was raped by a classmate when I was seven years old. So I understand a little bit of, of what's going on. Uh, it's not identical. I'm not in your shoes, so I can't fully understand, but I can at least relate. Having said that, I, I would say that the most important thing that they could do is what they are doing right then, reaching out for help. That they did absolutely nothing wrong. And I, I'm just going to put this first person. Whoever's listening to this who's struggling with that right now or thinking about how do I share my story, you did nothing wrong. It is not your fault that anything happened the only person who did anything wrong was your perpetrator so i know that it's hard to believe i know that it is there's a lot of questions to go through my mind through the mind of what could i have done what did i do to deserve this the answer is nothing you didn't do anything wrong you absolutely did nothing to deserve it and you survived which means you did the right thing because you are alive to tell your story so that others don't have to go through what you have gone through. So that would be the first thing I would tell tell that person is that, th- that there's courage and there's strength and the first step of healing is reaching out for help because you cannot recover from that alone. Mm, that's true. So how do you think 
can be done like to show people that men are also sexual assaulted because most people when a man like speak out that he has been sexually assaulted most people dismiss that mm-hmm. that's a great point i'm glad you're bringing that up because men can be sexually assaulted and are sexually assaulted yes the, <clears throat> the societal stereotype is that men are the perpetrators and women are the victims that is not always the case sometimes it is the exact opposite where the female is the aggressor and the female is 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 trying to exert her will over, over someone else uh, it shows up in a lot of different ways and it looks a lot of different way looks different different for each person but you are right men can and are sexually assaulted and if anything probably have even more shame and embarrassment over it because of the societal stigmas of needing to come forward and share but they are equally affected and may even be because of the societal stigmas they may also struggle more with coming forward to to ask for help fighting through the embarrassment the same way women fight through the self blame what did i do men may be fighting through the embarrassment of I'm a guy how could I let that happen to me and a lot of times it may be an unexpected realization that something has been happening in a relationship even suddenly was out of line even when they didn't really realize it before so you have the extra shock that goes with that so it, it's there are different dynamics some of them are the same but there are different dynamics as well oh okay um you know it 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 pains me because i am also one of those who were once sexually assaulted but the the society is still on to this thing that when you tell people that you are sexually assaulted they start to ask were you drunk were you done this so how, how was it with you when you started opening up or telling people that you were sexually assaulted Well, my situation was a little different in that I was in first grade. I was 7 years old when a classmate raped me. And this is back in the early yeah, this is back in the early 70s when rape was not on the radar. It wasn't something that was talked about. It wasn't something to even be considered or even be concerned about. We walked to school without an issue. So, it that made it harder because I didn't know what had happened. and because it wasn't a topic of conversation no one knew to ask a question and i didn't know how to tell them so i ended up not telling anyone until i was a senior in college so I, it was a 15 year secret for me so when i yeah so it had a whole bunch of different dynamics to it when i finally told the story i didn't realize that i was going to be telling the story I hadn't planned on it and I didn't know didn't expect it to come out. I was in a conversation with my dean of students at college and it it just kind of came out in the conversation. And then he encouraged me to tell my counselor and then I started being able to to talk about it a little more. Uh but honestly, it wasn't until 2014 that I finally started really dealing with it. So it it was it's been been a journey. I mean, if you imagine it happened in the 70s, and here it was 2014 that's almost 40 years before i really started dealing um so but it it's been it was a painful process it is not for the faint of heart but it was worth every tear and every fit of anger and everything that i had to go through to finally deal with it i can now say that i know i did not deserve it that it was not my fault 
and that the only person responsible was the boy who raped me. Now, this part can be hard for people to understand and to hear. I have also come to the point, and it did not happen overnight, and I'm not saying everyone gets to this point. For me, that's the only thing I can speak to is my story. For me, I have come to the point where I actually have compassion for the boy who raped me. And what I mean by that is if rape was not on the radar when I was seven years old, and this boy was the same age, rape wasn't on the radar for him either. So how a seven-year-old understands rape and rape culture to the point that he acts on it makes me wonder what was he exposed to or possibly experiencing himself at a very young age that he would act out that way. So I have compassion for him. I have forgiven him. That does not mean I excuse anything. I don't. What he did was very wrong and affected me for my, for my entire life. I've just gotten to the point now through a lot of hard work of healing to be able to share my story so I can help others who are going through it. Okay. Um, so this thing whereby relatives, or let me call it incest rape, how do we deal with it? A situation whereby, let me say, my brother raped my daughter and to protect my, my daughter, or do I have to carry out the the dignity of the family should i just keep quiet for the dignity of the family how does one deal with those things wow that's a whole different angle and a whole different conversation because because there's because there's extra dynamics involved there you, you not only have the dynamics of the sexual assault you also have the dynamics as you said of the family relationship the immediate as well as possibly the extended and, and that is only a professional can help walk you through that. I, I can't even pretend to have much knowledge of how to navigate those waters. Um, other than to say a professional can help you with that. And I would strongly urge that because there's a whole tornado of things that get wrapped into that. Not only you know, the relationship with, with the perpetrator, but yes, with the siblings, with the parents, there may be shame from the family if the story comes out that then each family member is also dealing with. There's going to be a lot of anger and there's going to be hopefully the concern for both individuals, not just the person who was assaulted, but also the, the perpetrator so that they can both get the help that they need. And you don't know if, if there's going to be anything legal involved in it or not. You know, there's no way to know on that. So there's a whole different dynamic that happens when it's inside a family. There are different oh. dynamics. And because of those dynamics, the situation can change because it has extra considerations that aren't always present in other situations. And definitely a professional needs to be involved. Yeah, that's true. Um, I always say, like, I encourage people like those sexually assaulted to speak out, not only for them, then I'll always say, no, we are not doing it for ourselves, but they cannot express themselves. So what advice can we give each and every listening to this episode, those who are sexually assaulted, what can we tell them? I would tell them there's power in your story and that your story matters and that you matter. 
You are valuable to God. You are a treasure and you matter to others as well. And whatever has happened has affected you in ways you may not fully understand right now. And as you get the help that you will need to navigate all of the emotions that go with it, because there are a tornado and beyond of emotions that just get to be so intense, sometimes you just want to shut down. But there's no way around the healing mountain. You have to go through it. And until we break the cycle of denial and silence, we stay captive. I was very negatively affected because of my sexual assault and because I kept it a secret and I didn't even know. I was depressed. I was suicidal. I developed an eating disorder. And all of those were related to being sexually abused and sexually assaulted and not telling anyone. As soon as we tell somebody, the pressure cooker inside our hearts and our lives and our bodies starts to decompress a little bit. It may not feel like it, but it finally has an escape hatch. And then the body can start to heal, the emotions can start to heal. It doesn't feel that way for a long time. For a long time, you might regret having said something because it hurts more than when you kept it silent. But that is a lie as well because we can't see the damage it's doing to our bodies, but it is doing damage. And by coming out and sharing the story, you are letting your body find an outlet to start having the opportunity to heal and to balance itself again. And your mind is having an opportunity to start to heal. I can tell you as a survivor, there is hope. I understand a lot of times it doesn't feel that way but there is hope and that is why I share my story to be that voice of hope for someone else because I have mm. been through through childhood rape. I understand some of what is involved. I know how intense my story was and everything I went through as I came out about it and started to share. But that is also why I speak now is that I can be an example to others and be a, an example of hope and a voice of hope, that there is hope. And that yes, it's a lot of hard work, but you are worth it. And the hard work is worth it. Wow. You know, I, I, I learned a lot. The reason I was keeping quiet is because I was just to get what you're saying, because some of us, uh, we, we're struggling with healing and listening to your words. I mean, Wow. Um, so can you tell people they can find your podcast or how can they reach out to you if at all they want to get your services or anything? Sure. Um, you can go. I've got a few different web uh, contact areas. One is, is my website, which is just suebowls.com and it's B-O-W-L-E-S. Or you can go to mystepahead.com. I'm also I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram, uh, I'm on Twitter, uh, and most of that is under my step ahead, which is my, my speaking, the organization under which I do everything with coaching and speaking. Uh, but I do also offer a 15 minute free consultation. So if someone wants to you know, talk a little more and see if there's something I can do, there are certain boundaries I have as, as a professional coach, I have certain boundaries that I cannot cross. And I can certainly you know, 
in that consultation call, be able to determine if I'm best to be able to help or if I need to help them find someone else who's better suited to help them. Uh, but I would certainly count it a privilege to, to take that first step with somebody and see what I can do to help them. The email address also is my step ahead, and then the number one at gmail.com. Oh, okay. Thank you so much for being here. I'm so glad you came. Oh, thank you, Hazel. I appreciate everything. If you or a loved one are experiencing violence, abuse, rape, incest, please call the National Sexual Assault Telephone Hotline 800-656-HOPE. That is 800-656-4673. National Sexual Assault Hotline is free and confidential 24-7. Or contact Rape, Abuse, and Incest National Network, also called R-A-I-N-N, or RAIN, at RAIN.org, 800-656-4673.